As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. So I got one of those uh, sun lamps. I went down to Bed Bath and Beyond yesterday, mm-hmm. picked one up like forty bucks, something like that, and it's small. It's the size of a uh, like a pancake, and it sits on a little um, stand that makes it lean back. So you kind of point it at your face. Yeah. But you have to get eighteen inches away from it. That's pretty close. I mean, which I used it yesterday for twenty minutes on the phone with my son Chase, and I can't say that it was amazing, an amazing thing. You know, I'm still giving it a chance. Even if it's the placebo effect, who cares, right? That works. But um, uh, I'm I, I right now. I'm not in a good mood. I'm just not in a good mood. I'm 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 pissed because I wrote an email to the boss and the boss and the boss, and they have not responded. Yeah. And it just makes me feel like shit. It really does because, and I shouldn't talk about this on the podcast, but it's really pissing me off. Yeah. Because I wrote something that I said, hey, here's an idea. Because I know they're busy thinking of other things, mm-hmm. and they can't always think of their ideas. So I wrote, and I haven't heard back. So I'm really pissed, and I'm, now I'm debating whether to write to them and say, I really can't believe I wrote to you guys, and you didn't write back. I think if you word it like that and not like a tacky, then it makes it feel more like you're hurt, and then they, it's received better. But if you write it like in a more attack kind like of way. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Like then what the fuck are you fucking thinking? Then that's the one you'll regret. But I think if you send it in more of like, hey guys, you know, I really care about this and da-da-da-da. And it, it upsets me a little bit. I don't even know how to use the word upset. Like hurts my feelings. I don't know. It's like always a way to show that like you mean it more of like I'm not mad. I'm like hurt. Um, I don't know. I think you. I think you're allowed to do that. It, it does suck when, like, you send something and you don't get a response. It, it does. It, it just does. And I'll give you another one. Uh, so somebody asked me for help with their podcast. They're like, hey, listen to my podcast. And I give them feedback. And so I wrote, like, I listened to their podcast the other day for 20 minutes, and I gave them feedback. And they didn't take the time to write back. And that's it. so I'm just kind of in a pissy mood right now. I get that. So cheer me up. Cheer okay. me up. Ready? Go. Um. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. You, it's the first nice day in Minnesota. It is today? Nope. It's, oh. Okay. You're putting yourself in that place. It's the okay. first nice day. And you get a call that Susan has been kidnapped. And yes. you have to go. You have to go. Here's the location. You have to go to get her. Okay. You get in the car. The weather is perfect. We're talking yeah. windows down, the perfect heat and sun you've been waiting for yeah. as you're cruising to save Susan from being kidnapped. Are you listening to music on the way, or do you have no music on on this trip? No, I'm calling Brentley, and I'm saying I'm free, finally free. They think I'm coming to pick her up behind some dumpster somewhere. 
I'm getting on Interstate 80. Brantley and I are going to meet in the Black Hills. We're going to rent motorcycles. We're going to have a great time. Brantley, I'm free. Okay. Okay. I you saw, made me smile. I saw that on a meme, and it made me laugh so hard. I was like, are you are you jamming to music on this cruise? Because it's like the perfect day to cruise in your car. Right, but or you're not. still very upset. Yeah. <laughs> and it made me laugh. So, Jenny, are you listening to music to go save Andrew? No. Or not? No? No. Oh, no. I would be having a heart attack. Yeah, absolutely. No, there's no way. No, you could not. But you, you notice that it, I saw, I thought it was the only one that did this, but it turns out that I'm not. When you get lost and you're looking for somebody's address, you turn your radio down. Yep, you gotta focus. You gotta focus. And so, no, I'd be so focused on going to find Susan that, of course, I wouldn't have the radio on, KWB jamming, don't like whatever. No, no, could not. (laughs) All right, we got a ton of emails to get to, so let's zip through these uh, and see. Hold on, I'm gonna get the right tab open. So uh, a lot of Minnesota goodbye emails. Let's start with this one. I, nah, okay. Um, okay. I want to find one that, that is easy and not a really long read because some of them are a little bit longer reads and some are not. All right, well, let's start with this one. Listen to your show since high school. I'm now 29 years old. Uh, I had to write in after the mom called about the teacher wearing their hoodie. Long story short, Mom was pissed because his mom is pissed because her son is is ninth grade and has a twenty three year old hot teacher and the hot teacher borrows his hoodie and she saw the teacher giving the hoodie back to her son mm-hmm. and was like what's that all about that's inappropriate everybody said you've got to turn the teacher in yeah I am a teacher myself teach middle school but I started as a high school teacher throughout the years I had boys tell me they think I'm cute or will hear certain chatter of certain male students who have crushes on me. I usually laugh it off, but always remind students of the necessary boundaries between teachers and students. The situation that his mom described is very concerning to me and needs immediate attention. The topic is very close to home for me, unfortunately. My dad was a high school teacher for many years, and eight years ago, he attempted to cross the line with one of his students. He sexually harassed and attempted to seduce her and ultimately served jail time. When he was caught, he had so many excuses for what he did, like it wasn't that bad, and even went so far as to say the girl wasn't as innocent as she seemed. Talk about a horrifying experience for this poor girl. We no longer speak. That was the last straw that broke the camel's back in our messed up relationship, but that's a story for another day. While the situation on the radio may be vastly different than the situation my dad and his student, I do feel it's imperative this mom contact her son's school administrator immediately. Thanks for all you do to make my morning so fun while taking time to tackle the tough topics. You guys are truly the best. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that one. Uh, that is weird that any adult teacher her dad's age would try to seduce a high school teacher, yeah. a high school student. That's just weird. I had, uh, so my nephew Blake um, and his friend, like his best friend in school was, I mean, he's a very attractive kid. And one of the guy, like teachers was would text him and so the guy texting yeah, the, the little boy, yeah. the young boy yeah and d- they went to a christian academy okay and so he's like texting a teacher not thinking about it because it's like i'm texting a teacher and the mom looks at the text and it's like stuff like i don't know it was like weird questions like weird questions that i can see where a kid would not think anything of it but as an adult you look at that and you're like why the fuck are you asking my teenage son these questions and it was basically a form of grooming that was happening 
and she had to immediately turn him in and it became this whole thing. But it was like, God, like you really do. Jake is very serious about not just going through Dylan's phone because he wants to make sure that Dylan feels like he has some privacy and respect from us. We never went through Carson's either. And I don't think you should be like every day, give me your phone, bust through. But I, I am a firm believer that on occasion when they aren't expecting it, you should take their phone and go through it. And I know that that sucks. And I, Jake did do that one time and he did hit, well, actually Jake's, or uh, Dylan's mom did. And they did find something they didn't like. It wasn't horrible, but it was like, I don't like this. And it was kind of one of these things of this phone is a privilege. This phone is for you to contact us. You're in middle school. This is for you to say, hey, I need a ride home. This is, you're going to play video games. You're going to do things with friends, but you also have to know that there can be consequences because you cannot do certain things. You know better. And so it's kind of like showing respect. You're not going to get in trouble for cussing. You're not going to get in trouble, but you know the line. So um, I, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to moderately disagree, not strongly yeah. disagree. Um, uh, I, the, the, their phone is not for calling mom and dad. Their phone, you might think that is for calling mom and dad. Every That is part of their social circle. That's what they do. They'll get together on the couch, and they'll sit across from each other, and they'll text, and they'll ignore each other because their phone is their social thing now. It is not just hanging out. It is not. They don't go to the mall to hang out anymore. They hang out in there. So that is not to call mom and dad. We like to think it is. But. When Carson was 13, he was showing me pictures of his field trip to Washington, D.C. on his phone. And a text came in, and it was from a girl. And they were like, it was not sexual. It wasn't like anything like that. It was like, I want to kiss you. I will love you. I want to hug you. I want to hold you. And I was like, what is this? And and he never wanted to share anything intimate with me ever again. Mm -hmm. And it was just harmless, harmless kid stuff. I would say I moderately disagree because... I think that is it is such a it's 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 not like a phone when you and I like might have had a phone. It's not. It's their personal life is in that phone. I would say if you see signs, then look through their phone. Mm-hmm. But I think it's such an intrusion. Yeah. It's kind of like almost like watching them in I mean, this is a dumb example. It'd be like keeping the bathroom door open. No, you don't keep the bathroom door open. What goes on in there is personal. Yeah. I mean, I think that maybe you misunderstood me earlier. Um I know that that's not what the phone is to them to call us. But the reason we pay for him to have a phone is not for him to be on video games. It's for him, for us to reach no, him. I know I know that, so, but that's not what it is to them. Right, but that's why he has the phone. So it is our phone. We own it. And I, again, I'm not going to bust through all the time, but I think that you do have a right to go through your kid's phone. And I think a lot of the time when parents find out things that their kids do that were really shocking to them, they probably wish they maybe had looked through something like that and might have given them some clues. Yeah, you know what? I think a part of it is probably know your kid, too. Yeah. And know whether your kid is, but but you don't. So I don't know. I made the decision. I always threatened I can go through your phone. I never did, not yeah. even once. Jake and doesn't I, I really go it. through it. I feel like I would be a I don't know. I, I don't have a kid with a phone yet to go through. I would never go through Dylan's, but... I do think it's like, yeah, I want to be aware of that All stuff. Right. Next okay. one. Uh, write in and get your opinions on two very important relationship cliches and whether they're actually a thing or if I'm just weird per usual. One, do girls actually wear their boyfriend's shirts after sex? I've never in my life done the sexing and then thought, hey, fuck my perfectly good shirt I just took off. I want to wear that sweaty, ill-fitting man shirt instead. 
I get the fantasy image of a girl wearing a shirt, but to me it's incredibly impractical. Am I the minority here? Please discuss. Um, I've had girls take some of my shirts home, but I've never had them put it on after sex and like walk out into the living room with my long button-up shirt on, button-down, whatever. Um, I think that's a movie thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know, never. Yeah, no, I'm fully clothed during sex, so I don't need to put on anything after. What do you mean by that? (laughs) You don't take your shirt off? Yeah, I was just kidding. No, I don't know. I don't. You so clothes. you don't wear his shirt afterwards? No, I don't no. think it would no. fit Do you me. wear a guy's shirt after sex, Maybe Jenny? Never. No, I no. think it's a cliche. Another one. She says, makeup sex, real or fake? Maybe it's just me, but most of my arguments with my husband are in the evening. By the time things are revolved, resolved, I'm just tired. Not horny. Is this a real thing people do? Enlighten me on what I'm missing people. I think makeup sex is not after an argument. It's after a breakup. That's what I think makeup sex sex, no, sex is. No, I think okay. that there's makeup sex yeah. after arguments as well. I, okay. I think when Andrew and I first dated and we'd get into arguments, it didn't happen often, but that was definitely a thing back in that time in our lives. But I think like, I don't know, schedules just changed. It was like I had a more freeing schedule back then. Now I don't, it's never happened. We do not have makeup sex after a fight. We don't either. I'm usually... Even if we resolve it, I still, I feel like I still have the feelings of like a little bit of anger and I need to like sleep to like, and then I wake up and I'm refreshed and it's fine. I think back then it was such immature, stupid arguments with us. And like sometimes it would involve alcohol and stuff. So then like afterwards you're just like, that was so dumb. Let's like get down and dirty and forget about it. But now it's more like real life things if we get in an argument. Okay. So it's not like I'm really dying to get into bed with yeah. him after that. So it'd be fair to say it varies from couple to couple. Probably. Probably okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one. I'm going to scroll down to some of yesterday's because we've gotten a lot for some reason for the Minnesota goodbye. I click on this one randomly. Um, some of these were a little bit dicey and uh, they were just like uncomfortable questions. So they're just certain things that we don't want to talk about. So if I don't read it, it's because when there's just no way to answer some of these emails and make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. I don't really even want to get into it any more than that one because there's some emails. It's kind of like. Also, for the most part, the Minnesota Goodbye is supposed to be fun and lighthearted, yeah. not a serious podcast. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. So here's one. Uh, subject of this kites. I just saw a bunch <laughs> of kids flying kites in the park. It made me think of Dave and his attempt at flying a kite. R.I.P. Dave's kite. Aww. Last summer, I had a kite because I saw kids flying a kite. And I thought, that sounds really fun. I ordered an easy-to-fly kite for like 20 bucks off of Amazon. I got it. Every time it got windy, I'd get excited. I'd drive down to a big field in Lake Minnewashta Park, about three miles away from the house, and I would fly the kite, and I never got it airborne long enough to enjoy the experience, and I finally threw the motherfucking thing in the trash because (laughs) it was just, it was so frustrating, Jenny. It was like, what does the wind speed have to be a hurricane to get this thing into the air? It does, I feel like, for flying kites. I remember as a kid being like, oh, there's a little bit of wind. Let's go fly the kite, and it never no went up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next one. Um, I've been listening since I was a young teen, 12 or 13. That era, the one is uh, waiting for a song to come on so I could press record on my boombox player recorder. I was always annoyed when you started talking at the beginning of the song. Now my kids listen with me every morning. I love that on the way to school. And I recently started listening to the Minnesota Goodbye podcast, and I love it. The first day I heard you drop the F-bomb made my day. In that moment, I realized you were definitely my people. (laughs) Fallon and Jenny are my ideal ladies to listen to and learn from. Strong, silly, and smart chicks for sure. 
I would love to hear more from Tina, but I know she's shy. P.S. Ariel is the best Disney princess. Wow. Okay. Mm. Uh, Drake has been an amazing addition to the show. His quirky energy makes me happy. Keep up the good work, you fucking fantastic people. You make my day Monday <laughs> through Friday. On the weekends, I sleep in, so I wouldn't hear you even if you were there. That is from Jen. Thanks, Thank Jen. you, Jen. Uh, clicking on another random Minnesota goodbye. Uh, this is, again, one of those that I'm just, I, I don't want to read it because it attacks somebody on the show, and I don't want to oh, have shit. to defend them. So it's just easier not to yeah. not to just even go there. So whatever. Um, but I appreciate the email, but just understand sometimes I'm just not going to read it. Uh, okay, we're talking about photo management and storage because this is something that plagues the world. <laughs> it yes. Does. Well, Dave and I were having a conversation last week when you were out about how both of us just don't know how to figure out our storage. Yeah. <laughs> and people, some people have mastered it, but I think there's so many things that, you know, a generation ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, you would have a film camera and you would bring it out on special occasions. Yeah. For a birthday, for a trip, or on a graduation. Now you get a phone. And you take probably, I don't know, it depends on the day. Mm-hmm. You could take a dozen pictures in a day or no pictures in a day. You could take 40 dozen pictures in a day or no pictures in a day. But the problem is they're there on your phone. Well, now that they're there on your phone, what do you do with them? Mm-hmm. Well, there's several different things. You can put them in the cloud. Okay, now they're in the cloud. Can you ever imagine a day when you're going to sit down and go through your cloud storage of 16,000 photos looking for ones that you really no, I don't think you're ever going to do that I really don't uh-huh yeah I'm sure you talked about this my only organization is Facebook yeah and I it really is life-changing because I create albums and so anytime it's Tina will text us and be like hey guys I need a picture from a jingle ball I don't spend 20 minutes looking I immediately go to my albums I find one of my jingle ball albums pull a picture and send it okay it's the idea. easiest way for me to save stuff and you can make them um if they're albums you don't want people to see or whatever, you can make them private, okay. so only you can see them. Uh, not a bad idea. This one says, I use the Monument Photo Management device, but you have to have an external hard drive. It is alone. With It alone is the Wi-Fi connection. The app lives on both your phone and your hard drive. When it connects, you can transfer photos to the hard drive and also search the hard drive. You still need to delete them off your phone, though. So it's called the Monument Monument photo management device, automatically back up and organize all your photos and videos, no monthly fees. And I think that's really interesting. That's from Sandy, by the way. I know she's been listening for a long time. I recognize your name, Sandy. Um, uh, and and she even says, will I ever look back at them? Because I used to do the same thing every year. At the end of the year, I would take all the pictures off of my phone mm-hmm. and I would put them on um, a disc, like a CD-ROM, every year. Okay. I've never looked back at those even once. No. And those can go back from the kids' cute birthday parties and vacations and the Black Hills yeah. and Grandma and Grandpa. I've never looked at them even once. And uh, I don't know yeah. that I ever will because I've got life to live and I'm not going to go back right. and find the disk drive and open it up. And what computer has a CD-ROM drive anymore, I will right? say the one quick thing about iPhones that I like instead of a video recorder from back when we were kids. I only record like three-minute videos max. So I actually do go back and watch those videos of Olive, whereas like my parents recorded like an entire production of something, you know, yes. of course you're not going to watch that. But I do go back and watch the little short clips on my phone of Olive. So those I like. Uh, parental advice. When you go to the dance recitals, don't video the whole thing. Yeah. You will <laughs> never watch it. The school plays same thing. And that is it for the Minnesota Goodbye. Thanks for listening.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.